Gentlemen, welcome to another Ask the Naturals time with your host, James Marshall. So we got a question here from Kevin. He says, I never really know how to approach a girl if she is with just one friend, a pair of girls where I find one of them attractive. It feels really awkward if I would just approach one of them and leave the other one out. Do you have any tips on that? Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles podcast. Good question. How to approach two or more women. Lots of guys are very intimidated by this when they're walking around looking to approach. They, they only approach single females. And the moment that there's a couple of them, they're like, ah, I can't do that. And they never do, which is a pity because beautiful women are fairly rarely allowed out alone. <laughs> they're rarely out alone. Often they are in pairs or in groups and the girl of your dreams walks by and she's with a friend and you don't know what to do. Well, that's not something that's going to assist you in life. So let's talk about what are the best ways to approach two girls. Firstly, this may seem counterintuitive, but it can often be easier to approach three girls than it is to approach two. The reason being that if I go and approach three women and I focus most of my attention on the girl that I like, fairly likely, if the girls are not going to be bitchy about it and drag her away, that they will then turn and have their conversation and kind of micro-isolate us. So in the case of where it's three, four, five or whatever, there's a group of girls, I don't necessarily need to go over and say, hey, everybody here, uh, let's say if they're sitting on a on the grass or on a beach or something, then I might just go over and say, hey there to the girl that I like. And then as I notice other people notice me, then I will also acknowledge them. Hey, how are you? What's up today? Because the thing you absolutely don't want to do is focus 100% of your attention on the girl and weirdly ignore everyone else there. That is not going to work for you because the moment you walk away, the girl's going to go, that's a weird guy and it's rude and it makes the girl feel uncomfortable. It shows you're not socially calibrated. So we do need to engage with some of the group or all of the group if needed. But the way I would do that in a bigger group is I walk over and say, hey, how are you? I do my opener, whatever it is, what's contextually relevant. And then if a friend turns, I say, oh, I didn't meet you. What's your name? And then I introduce myself to that friend. And if the other two are talking to each other over there, then I probably don't bother until such a time as that becomes relevant. I don't need to entertain the group, I just need to acknowledge them. So having said that, how do we deal with just the two ladies? So this can be a bit more challenging in terms of the actual logistics of it, although the larger group may seem to be more intimidating. But if you're dealing with two girls, then we must deal with them both. If you ignore the friend for the entire interaction, she's not gonna be on side. The, other, the friend that you're talking to is gonna feel awkward and embarrassed for her friend, which means she's not gonna be in the moment and present. It's gonna be a disaster. So when I'm approaching two girls, I open them both. Excuse me, ladies, or I saw you both sitting uh, here in the park relaxing, you've got the right idea. I'm gonna join you both, right? So it's like, okay, I make note that I'm approaching both of them, but then, yes, I do need to differentiate and show that I'm interested in one, because if I say, hey, you guys look cool, can I sit down with you? And then I just give 50-50 attention without making it clear who I'm interested in, then yes, that might be weird at the end when I ask one of them for the number. So in general, I will say, you know, excuse me, ladies, or you both look lovely today, and then I'll address the girl that I like. I have in the past said, you know, you both look amazing but, and you are so my type. So it's like I'm complimenting both, but then I'm saying, well, you're my type and the other one's not going to get offended because people have types. I don't always do this, but it's something that I have done before. Or I just say, hey, girls, you're looking whatever, you know, do my opener and then lock in with the 
the girl that I'm talking to and just give her a compliment. Well, you look gorgeous today or I, I love this, this um, outfit for you. It's really working. And then I give 70-30 split of attention and I give 100%, 0% intent. Okay, so what that looks like is I'm, I'm, I can be talking to the main girl, having my, my interaction, whilst giving her clear sexual intent. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing the odd touch. Maybe I'm being flirty and cheeky with her. So I'm seducing, all right? With the other girl, I'm being very friendly. So what that might mean, I'm chatting to this girl for a bit. She's talking about her summer plans. And then I say, oh, so you guys are going to go and cause trouble together. So I check in with the friend and give her an opportunity to contribute to the conversation. She says, oh, yes, and this, this and that. Or I say, oh, how did you, how did you two actually meet? Because you're very similar or you actually seem to have very different characters, which must be good because then you don't fight over boys or something, right? So I'm making a comment about those two as friends, things that they're doing together, how they met each other, what kind of like dy dynamic duo they are or whatever it is. So I keep that in generally in mind. 70% attention here, 30% attention here, 100% intent here, and zero sex intent, but... Nice, friendly, straightforward guy that the friend might like intent over there. So you do that kind of thing, then you've got the best likelihood that at the end of the interaction, her friend's going to go, well, that guy was cool, or you should go out with him as opposed to delete that guy's number immediately. Very commonly when you're talking to two girls, especially if they're moving, right? So you've approached them on the street, they're going somewhere, they're off shopping, they're on their way to have coffee or whatever. These interactions usually won't and shouldn't last very long. Because especially if you, you need to read the situation. I go and open and the two girls are friendly and open it and they chat to me and they're interested. And I say, hey guys, do you want to sit down for a second? They both sit down with me. Then sure, I can have a longer interaction, which is still with this general 70, 30, 100%, 0% framework. And then ask for the number 10 minutes later. But that will be less common than the situation, especially if you're doing street day game, where you approach the two girls, they're on their way somewhere. The friend might tolerate it and put up with it and be polite, but she really wants to go and she wants her friend to go with her. So I can't really monopolize or, or get her time and her attention and get too deep in with her because she's also focused on her friend. So in those scenarios, I would do my open, my charming charm, both of them, have a general chat, find out a couple of cool things about her, and then be the one to wrap it up and end it. So that might look like, well, listen, I know you guys are on your way to have coffee, so I don't want to take too much of your time, but I really like your vibe and I'd love to spend time with you when you're, when you're not so busy. So can I get, get your number and let's hang out tomorrow, right? I'm doing it obviously in front of the friend because that's another thing that guys worry about. Well, I approach the two girls and then how do I ask for the number without the other one knowing? You don't. You do it in front of the friend, like blatantly with impunity, you're not trying to say it softly or trying to go, oh, so maybe we should. You just say it directly so the friend can hear it because that's ballsy and direct. You'll get props for that likely anyway from the friend because she's thinking, wow, that guy's brave and both of them think you're brave for doing it. And it saves whatever the alternative is. What is the alternative? I don't know, trying to get someone's email to pretend that, you're not, that you want to do some friend thing or get both their numbers and then text one but not the other, all that kind of stuff. I've done that in the past and it usually ends up in a confusing mess because I wasn't clear about what I was there for and the girls don't really know either. So make sure that you go for the close, make it obvious, and then be the generally it's a better idea for you to be the one to go, all right, awesome. Well, you guys go and enjoy your, you know, ladies brunch and uh, I'll talk to you soon. As opposed to I'm trying to hold the attention of two girls and one of them or both of them want to leave. And I'm thinking, well, I better get rapport. So I need to do a 10 minute interaction to make sure I've made this solid when she's not invested in it and she doesn't want to be there or it's starting to feel awkward because the friend goes, then I'm, I'm losing traction. It's actually working 
against me rather than for me. So it's better to have a short, cheerful, fun, punchy set where you go, ladies, you look fucking beautiful today and you are so my type. And uh, what's the plan? For what are you doing both today? Cool. And how did you meet? Oh, nice. So yeah, tell me, I know you've got to, you're going shopping soon, but tell me one thing I wouldn't guess about you or, you know, uh, whatever, some qualifying question. She gives me an answer and I give her my response to it. And I say, all right, well, listen, I like your vibe. I think you and I are going to get on, but I know you have to go and do shopping now. So give me a number and let's hang out tomorrow. Right. That's direct. That's punchy. I'm, I'm maintaining a control over the environment and over the dynamic in such a way that I understand how to deal with this and I'm not creating undue negative pressure of the girl wanting to leave as opposed to you know wrapping it up, making it punchy and letting her go. As I said, the difference would be two girls on the beach or in a park or something where they're chilling or you know on a park bench or something and I go over and I say hi, I sit down with them and they're both chilling and just happy to engage with me and then ideally the other friend you know starts looking at her phone or puts her headphones in and you can have sure you can have a much longer interaction there as you would if it, the girl was alone so there's some details for you that will help you in this apparently intimidating but once you start to do it you realize it's not that hard it's it's no it's actually no more hard than approaching one girl and the reality is hot girls are often chaperoned or in pairs so you better learn how to do it otherwise you're going to miss out on many opportunities quick little ask the natural from james marshall here this is from bogdan how you doing man good to hear from you so he says anyway anyway what is your guidance on dealing with women problems when do you tell her if you ever do this again it's over and when do you do the confrontation of hey when you do x i feel y Context, a girl I was seeing casually for around six months was being a bit bitchy. I just ignored it thinking she was having a bad day, but then it continued. I broke up with her two weeks later, but I think ignoring it is suboptimal for happiness. Okay, well, firstly, I don't think what you did was in incorrect or unadvised. People, men and women, some of them have certain character traits which they have practiced and embedded so deeply that they are pretty much unchangeable especially if a person doesn't want to change them. So if you're with a woman and over time you recognize bitchy behavior, right? So what would you fit into those categories? Anything where she's belittling you, passive aggressiveness, sarcasm. Now, I guess you're in the UK, Bogdan, so some of this, you know, like that tends to be modus operandi for British people in their, in their banter. So, you know, I might allow for a little bit of British black humor, sarcasm in there, maybe, if it's done in good fun, right? Like, yeah, sure. If we, I know the... In certain cultures, people take the piss out of each other and tease each other, and it's done in a maybe lighthearted way, although it often does have teeth. Okay, so I'm not going to take everything super personal or whatever, but if a woman is being overtly rude, passive-aggressive, making no effort for and being, you know, sarcastic or, or belittling for no apparent reason, I'm going to take this as serious red flags, right? Because, sure, I can put my foot down and I will. Absolutely. And sometimes a woman has a strong behavior, but the man's frame is so strong that she's like, oh, I better, I better be on my best behavior because otherwise I, I lose this guy. But often, no, often they will, people maintain those habits. I'm not a sarcastic person or passive aggressive, but I've I use those techniques sometimes. It's taken me until recent years to really note when I want to say, I'm like, ah, that fits under the category of passive aggressive. And I'm like, yeah, but it's such a, such a nuanced and no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good it is or how correct it is. That's passive aggressive behavior. I don't do that. Or if I do, I'm like, fuck, I did a passive aggressive. I did a little passive aggressive and now I'm going to try not to do that again. Right? But I've worked on that. I really want to change that because I recognize, ah, oh, fuck, that was one thing I, at some point I kind of held on to and that assisted me in some kind of way back when trashing each other was the thing in that group. It doesn't serve me and it's not smart. It's not clever. It's cowardly. So if I want to say something instead of saying, oh, cool, just making a little, um, little pyramid of dishes over there, are you? 
actually that's me making the pyramid. That's me passive aggressively talking to myself about my stacking dishes. But if I'm if I had a housemate who did, oh nice, how's the pyramid going? Sarcasm, passive aggressive. I'm so funny. Fuck me. No, I'm not. Hey man, I've noticed I'm talking to myself, by the way. <laughs> hey man, do you think you could do the dishes? I've got a girl coming over tonight. And if and then if me says, oh, no, nah, but what? Uh, okay, then I'll say, listen, those are your dishes. I can clearly see that we need we need to sort something out. Let's figure this out or get the fuck out of my house. Me, Tyler Dirt. All of us will meet women along the way who have some character trait, which is toxic to us. Maybe it's not to other people. And it bothers you. And yes, we can address this, but understand that probably people don't usually change that much unless they really want to change. And if she doesn't want to change and she thinks she's, oh, I'm just telling jokes or she gives any kind of pushback. It's like, oh, you're taking it so seriously. I would just agree to disagree and fuck off you, her, get out. Now, if we, okay, in terms of how do we deal with women problems, I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give you the most blunt version of it to, and then I'll, I'll reel it back a bit. Our good friend, Sir Dominic, who you all know, has four rules. And he says these to girls as soon as they're in his life. And he says them exactly like this. All right, you got to understand there's four rules. If you want to be with me, listen, I'm old. I've got problems. I'm stuck in my ways. I'm not going to change. First thing you got to understand, no one's moving in. No one's having kids. No one's getting married. <laughs> so he starts off with like that. And then he's like, four rules are, you got to keep my stomach full. Got to keep my balls empty. Don't stress me out. Don't be a bitch. Those are his four rules. Like, and that's it. And then anytime, I guess the first two we figured out, but anytime a girl starts exhibiting anything that he might interpret that way, he says, hey, I said, don't stress me out. You're stressing me out right now. Right? And, and because his frame is so fucking solid and because he gives so much to the women, right? So like it might, might sound like he's just being domineering, but this is a subdom relationship and as he says, she's happier than a pig in shit because she gets all her needs met. She is treated well as a sub and it's understood that she can't undermine his authority, but his authority is underwritten by pleasure. Does that make sense? He gets authority over her because overall he creates pleasure in her life and other things, you know, security and a sense of femininity and depending on the dynamic between the pair. But he creates that for her and he demands that she respect his position within that for both their sakes. Right? And he's very clear about where his boundaries are and are not, and he states them on day one. There's no uh, confusion. And when the girl does start being a bitch, he says, don't, I told you, don't be a fucking bitch. You're doing that. And then he gets rid of it if she doesn't comply, which he has occasionally. And most of the time, women happily comply because it's better for them too. It's one thing to keep in mind. Now, I'm not saying this is your case, Bogdan, but it, this is common, that women, when they don't respect their man or they feel like they can manipulate him, they feel like he doesn't get the game she's playing or the game or the overall game, then she's more likely to act out by far. Because in a way, she's testing him, right? The woman that nags a man all the time, it's not so much about the dishes or taking out the rubbish. It's that she can't rely on him, not just in a physical capacity, but she doesn't feel like he can manage his world, his life. And so she needs to keep prodding at him saying, hey, be a man, you've got to step up. I don't respect you. Right? And over time, that can switch into a dynamic that if they stay together, which can happen, where he's henpecked, where he is pussy whipped, where he retreats into his cave to oh, the nagging wife, and then she intensifies things and it's it's a horrible dynamic. Right. So being aware that like women don't act out nearly as much with men they respect. I get very little bad behavior these days. Now, part of that is that I don't 
I don't, I haven't for a while anyway, gotten into any, anything serious. So I'm dating women casually and we only see each other once a week for a few hours or something. So there's not a lot of time for us to get in fights, but it's very clear where my boundaries are. And it's clear that I have a strong frame and she's not going to fuck with it. How to for this, it may well be too late for this particular girl because it is much harder. Like if you've been doing this six months, coming to her six months later and going, Hey, listen, look, there's been this series of things that I've been unhappy with. It looks like to the person that's defending themselves that you've been making a, a kitchen sink list, throwing everything in it that, you know, you've, that you don't have the balls to come and confront her when things are, when there's an issue. It sounds like you're overreacting because she just did this. And then you brought up the last six months of behavior. I did this the other day, right? So I, I met this girl online, I'm chatting to her, and I'm really glad that I didn't, that I wasn't as hardcore as I was gonna be with this girl, because she turned out to be fucking hot and awesome. We started chatting, and then at some point, like she was gonna, she lives in another town, she was gonna catch, she was gonna come here, I, I tried to get her a cab from the town, but there's, you can't use Uber equivalent in that town. We tried and it didn't work, right? So I said, oh, let's come on Saturday. So we rearranged another date. So we fucked it up. First day, we thought we could get her a taxi. It didn't work. I said, okay, let's do it on Saturday. And I said, um, I guess you'll need to take a train as there's no taxis on the week. Weekday afternoon, probably they won't be on the, on the weekend. She writes back, thank you for that information. Clearly sarcastic. I said, no need to sarcasm. And she said, thanks. That means a lot too. And I just said, I don't know what you're getting at. Maybe sleep on it a couple of days and I'll text you then. And then I thought about it and I went, mm, I got enough chicks at the moment. That's a red flag to me. So I said, actually, forget it. Too many red flags if you're rude when I'm politely trying to figure out logistics. Brutal, huh? And she wrote back straight away saying, sorry, I just got home from the library. I'm okay with that. Full stop. Final word, question mark. So that's her like going, okay, but are you sure? And then I said, if we can agree to be civil, and you can make them on the weekend, then we can try it. And then she says, what was rude exactly? And this is where I start thinking maybe she might have some slight autism. And she says, oh, like red hole, like what red flags? Don't hold back. And then I wrote back saying, is this a sarcastic comment referring to that? And she says, no. And then I'm like, okay, all right, fine. So, so I said, okay, I'll accept your word. My apologies. The fact that you asked to clarify things is a good sign. And then we were sweet, right? Then she, she came that weekend. She was very, she, I could tell she was a brat by nature and she's really smart, really ahead of her time. But she didn't, after that, she wrote, you know, finished things with yes, sir. There was no question after that. Cause she was, you know, she was being a bit of a brat, like, oh, I have to catch a train, Einstein. I'm like, nah, not playing that game. I'm just working out logistics. And she quickly changed her tune and was like, okay, cool. What did I do wrong? All right. After that, she's been really well behaved. I was not only willing, I was just like, ah, oh, fuck off. Like, I, I was just like, I don't need this girl. I've got plenty others. So like, but, but coming from the like, all right. That's, that's a deal break because I can see where that's going to go and I'm not going to deal with that kind of thing. So I'll call her out early, win, lose, win in this case, cool. But certainly other times I've lost on those kinds of things and good, I dodged a bullet, right? So yes, you got to call them out early. It's got to be done clearly. We've talked about the exactly how to do confrontations and then we discuss either she's willing to yield ground and she accepts and says, oh, okay, I can see where you're at. Look, okay, I'll, I'll, I won't do that in the future. I'll try not to. Or she arcs up in any kind of way. If, if you're, what you're saying is reasonable, which is like, okay, you insulted me in front of my friends the other night and that made me feel bad. I don't see why, you, like, that's not fun. And I don't do that to my friends. So do you have something to, can you explain to me what was going on there? Okay, you know, general confrontation techniques. And she's like, oh, I'm just having fun. You're taking things too seriously. I'd say, cool, well, I'm seriously out of here. Bye. I'm going to save myself whatever this is. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.